bottom, moving straight to the top. Coming with the foot up for the number one spot. Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top. Coming with the foot up for the number one spot. Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top. Coming with the foot up for the number one spot. I don't deny there's some strange evolutionary process going on, but mankind won't be destroyed. The fact that you and I are working here today is evidence of that. Look at this trap shit, I hate it with a fucking passion I'm saying it'll up and vanish So I'm waiting for the public's antics to come to a close Grow a brain, it's like they all on overcame Numb skulls can't even think for themselves while so motivate I just need you folks to pay attention Y'all been fucking up the system Giving your money to these idiots To be honest, y'all the victims Even though none of y'all is bitching It's a predicament, I'm here to fix it it's man down, cause I'ma put you all inside the scope Bit about bang, turn y'all to ghosts Bitch, I'm not playing, I'll eat your souls In the pain and spreading out hope I get in the tank and I head to the homes Of all of the rappers y'all love the most I turn to Casper when the gun goes off How hard is it to actually rhyme? I'm in the city with a bitch and we just passing the time But I know that if we see a six-speed, we gon' roll up beside And if he's on my hit list, bullets gon' fly It's man down Sick of playing around when I walk into a town Surrounded by all these clowns Who don't know what rap's about Mayday is man down I'm sick of playing around When I walk into a town Surrounded by all these clowns Who don't know what rap's about Mayday is man down We switch you to the state capital Where His Excellency, the Governor is speaking from the executive mansion. I have an announcement, y'all lost the game, but I found it. Y'all wanted fame, but abused it. Now pay the price for your music. You stupid dudes are a nuisance. I'm choosing for you to mute it. I'm cruising by in a Buick, abusing all y'all's confusion. I'm elusive, leaving bruises all over your clueless crew, bitch. Refusing any excuses you choose to use, it's amusing. Introducing the newest breed of MCs, there's plenty, but all of y'all just choose the mini penny for your thought. Having bastards, I just don't have an answer, but I won't throw my hands up and surrender. No, I won't. Just remember. Remember what I've taught and try to write all of the wrongs Say bye bye to all the songs till they are forever gone How hard is it to actually try? I'm doing shifty shit to get me rich so I'll never die And when I'm spitting it at 56, I'll be alright And I will sleep like a baby knowing trap is on ice It's man down Sick of playing around When I walk into a town Surrounded by all these clowns who don't know what rap's about Mayday is man down I'm sick of playing around When I walk into a town Surrounded by all these clowns who don't know what rap's about Mayday is man down I got money in the bank, 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 bank. My squad roll like a tank, 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 tank. I got, I got money in the bank, 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 bank. My squad roll like a tank, 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 tank. I got, I got money in the bank, 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 bank. My squad roll like a tank, 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 tank. Turn 17, hit the 17 mil. Did it on the streets with my squad, what I need with a deal. Before the sun came up, guess what, yo? I was hustling, steady on that grind, yo. I was hustling, melted concrete, move cushion, got my dime. That mobile office uptown, always on time. LTD, hell no, I couldn't care less. NYPD after me, I couldn't care less. Open that reservoir, fill that vault up. 
cut ties to the pigeons, can't get caught up. Let's keep it frank, it's that financial tank. Dream big, cause I wanna own my own bank. They try to holler at me, I let them holler at me. My attitude, keep it rude, forget about me. If it's full of ice, if it's full of gold, better protect your cheddar and keep your bank on swell. Style, dirty, dirty. I got, I got money in the bank, 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 bank. My squad roll like a tank, tank, tank. I got, I got money in the bank, bank, bank. My squad roll like a tank, tank, tank. Stop waiting for it, it ain't gonna come to you. Man up, take what you want, crush it. That's what we do. It ain't no mystery. I'm down. Back to the show, easily sidetracked, and I am here with a very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself for the listeners? Uh, yes, thanks for having me. My name is Elijah D. Davis. I'm out of Central Jersey. <laughs> Jersey is in the house, so yes, sir. Y'all all know that I am from New Jersey, so I like to support anyone from anywhere. But being that he's from New Jersey. This is like something that is really special for me. So I really hope y'all have to sit back and listen to what he got to say, because we are talking to a young author right here, right now on my show, Easily Sidetracked. So let's get into that right there. I just told them that you're an author. I let them know that, you know, you were coming on my show. Let's talk about your book. Awesome. Well, thanks for the for the segue. So, my book is called My Experience Leading Millennials, and um, let's see, I wrote this book maybe what in 2018, mm-hmm. and uh, I wrote it while I was running a branch office. And uh, during the time I was working for Vector Marketing, for those of you guys who don't know, you guys have probably all heard of Cutco knives. You probably know someone of sold Cutco knives. Your parents might have Cutco knives, or you might have sold them yourself. <laughs> but, but basically. During this time I was in college, I was a junior slash a senior in college where um, I had the opportunity to run my own office. So at that point I was hiring people, firing people, training them and doing the whole nine yards. And it was a pretty great experience and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world, honestly. But um, yeah, I got to write it and I wrote it while, at night. So I'd wake up at like six in the morning, go to work, get back to my house around like 11 o'clock. And then from 11 to one or 2 a.m. I would work on the book. I just keep doing it until I finished it. So, what gave you? What gave you the, like the, and like what made you say, yeah, I need to write this book, and you know what I mean. This material that I'm writing is essential to someone that's going to read this, and like you know what I mean, set their plans as like you said you did. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, well, it, it, first of all, the, the, it comes from hard work. It comes from my parents, Fred and Tamika Davis. They did an amazing job of raising me. And my mom is a self-published author. So seeing her write books while she was raising us gave me that that ambition. And I guess to see that I could do anything I want in this world. And on top, it's even better when I can add value. So basically, 
the book, I saw an opportunity to reflect on my experience and about like what I did right, what I did wrong, and what I could have truly did better. And, and then the, the branch managers after me, the point of the book is for them to read it and not mm-hmm. make the mistakes I made because I finished at one point number 18 in the nation in sales. And if you read this book, I felt like, you know, instead of becoming number 18, they can be number one. Fact. They can learn from my mistakes and, you know, more of the each one teach one mentality. I like that. So you just said that you had a, a parent that's also an author. Mm-hmm. So is this like a something that comes from your background? Like are both of your parents authors or does it go further than that? Or is this just something that your mom picked up and then you just following in her footsteps, seeing her hard work and then progressing off of that? Yeah, I mean, in, in my immediate feeling, just my mom's really uh, holding it down in, in, in regards to that writing books. I mean, she's published now. I think over 10 at this point and my dad my dad has started a lot of books in his journals but uh I don't think he can read his handwriting anymore so he hasn't finished one yet (laughs) (laughs) so what's what's really the next thing for you is this gonna be the start of a a mini series for you to keep uh building off of like your next accomplishment you write your next book because what you said about your book is where I feel like is more helpful to other people because when you read other people's books or I should say is different from other books because when you read other people's books they tell you like oh well this is what you need to do if you follow these guidelines that work for me it's it'll also work for you mm-hmm. you know what I mean but mm-hmm. you're telling them like yo listen I'm not telling you to do this exact thing I'm telling you where I messed up at so that way you don't make the same mistakes so you know what I mean before yeah. you can even see that down the line you know what i mean like you already reading your uh the map so once that roadblock comes you like all right i know i need to turn left or i need to turn right here mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yes sir so won't you uh won't you tell me like get to that mindset of saying like yeah when i write this this is what i'm trying to establish here yeah that's exactly what it was when i when i was reading when i was writing the book i was thinking okay i had everyone else in mind because to be honest leading up to running my own office i did not do the the best practices right i didn't go to all the trainings i wasn't listening to my manager as much as i wanted to because i was young right mm-hmm. it's like 20 or 21 and i'm thinking man i'll just figure it out i'll just figure it out when i get there and i and i and i, <laughs> dealt, and I suffered a little bit you know what i mean i didn't get i didn't get the best results i wanted and i was learning a lot of stuff on the fly and those those, those are some things or so there's a few examples of things that the books highlights about what not to do <laughs> right okay this, this is what i did but you, you should listen to your manager and, and what they're saying is important and how they're getting on top of you when you don't like it is ultra valuable because when you're running your own team and you have 25 people looking in front of you and you forgot what to say <laughs> you're gonna feel it then you're gonna fake it till you make it right yeah, Especially yeah. In that moment so and, and that's what some of the some of the book highlights, you know, and just just things like that. There's a lot of chapters in the book that I that I really like more than others, <laughs> I guess. But um, yeah, I, I love the book. I mean, not, even not even that, I just wrote it. Every time I read it, I literally become inspired again. I get that flame again, like man, mm-hmm. I did this. If I can do this, I could do anything. And and, I, and the purpose of the book is to you know to teach people what to do and not to do, and to motivate them and to sh- for them to see that. I, as a young man, while in college, running a business, can do this. And they can do it too. Everything I do is about motivating. Everything I do is about changing the narrative, especially for the minority group. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times in our in our culture, some people, a lot of people tell us we can't do it. And they, and they start not believing in themselves. And to me, I've never... It's like I have a disease of ultra confidence. I come off very cocky sometimes, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be, I'd rather be like the way I am right now than someone who, who's you know disabled by their own beliefs because of what other people have put on them. So. Yeah, that's man. You when you talk, it sounds inspiring. So for them to even be able to understand and read your book to sit down and say, look, this is gonna be eye opening for me to be able to help me. Mm-hmm. That's that's something special. But going back to your start of coming up before you were mm. um, doing actually finished with your book, you said you were mm. what 
a, a leader, a staff leader. So that means yeah, I was had, a branch manager. You had people that were under you. You hire and fire people. Now at this time, I know people have to be looking at you like, man, this is this is their job. This is their, you know what I mean? Like we <laughs> we got we gotta we gotta look at this guy in order to, you know what I mean, make our money. Mm-hmm. How much pressure mm-hmm. is that at your age to have these people looking at you like, yo, this is how they feed in their families, and I gotta make them succeed. So I got to make myself succeed. How does that drive? How was that drive able to push you? Um, that was actually one of my motivating factors, right? So we we go through before I got to this office, we go through this thing called Leadership Academy, and at that point is where they start teaching us and, and molding our mindsets to understanding the full responsibility of this position. And you hit it right on the head. You're in charge of people's paychecks, not just one, not just two, not just three, ten. 20 30 depending on how many how big your office gets yeah and time i really didn't look at it as pressure i just saw it as an opportunity but like hindsight looks at like man i really had that much much responsibility i should have been feeling pressure but in the time i just felt like i'm a winner i want to make these guys winners and that's my goal that's my duty get up early bust my hump make sure they bust their hump even just as much as me if not harder and get the results i mean it was a liberating feeling. The greatest feeling while I was running this office was to get text messages from people that saying like, hey, you know what? You changed my little brother's life. He's motivated now. He's happy. He's, he walks around the house with his shoulders up and his chest up high. Those kind of text messages were worth more than any amount of money that I made while during that experience. And that is what kept me going. So, I mean, the responsibility was high. The pressure didn't feel it as much because I just felt like I'm supposed to be here. This is my calling. And when you go into leadership, the regular mindset, the mindset of a regular human is gone. It's it's never about you anymore. It's about serving them. You have to be a servant leader. And that's what the experience has taught me. (laughs) That is some powerful stuff right there. I know that a lot of people is going to get a lot out of the book I want to make sure y'all go get the book y'all gonna see the link in the description y'all gonna get the link from the facebook page the little of everything.com why don't you shoot up some of your um links and some of your platforms and igs and stuff so that way they can follow you and stuff like that too so that way yeah, you know yeah. what i mean yeah go ahead yeah please well first of all you guys can find the book on the link like you said we can go on lulu.com or google me elijah d davis you can you can literally google elijah davis all through to come up my instagram is at elijah underscore davis 58 you can find me on facebook at mr elijah d davis there you go so that, that's where you can find some of my stuff i have some you know youtube videos and motivational stuff but you know i just try to keep everything on there so that's where you can find me that's what's up and we appreciate that and before we let you go before mm-hmm. we let you go we go we got two things you know what i mean because yeah. uh we probably gonna release this what mothers around that time so i right, yeah other it'll be there so if they don't hear it they hear it <laughs> but we want to give you opportunity right here right now to you know what i mean give your uh your mom a mother's day shout out you know what i mean we could do that you know what I mean? Yeah. Love shows mom some love. She's an author too. You know what I mean? Yo, shoot out your mom's uh what's the name? Let them see her books too. This is a yo, long family history. Let's support yeah. these people. You know what I mean? These authors yeah. that are doing uh, you know what I mean, stuff that they're passionate about. And let's show them the same love that they are putting into their their craft. And like you oh, said, yeah. they're trying to help, you know what I mean, motivate. And give you something educational because reading is fundamental. Oh yeah, because everybody just scrolling and stuff like that. So go ahead and shoot your mom stuff out and give her. Oh yeah, uh, a Mother's Day shout out for me. Yeah, first of all, I love you, mom. Tamika Davis, one of, probably the best mom on earth. You can find her stuff. Uh, you can just Google Tamika Davis. Her stuff is on Lulu.com. She's on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. She's global. She's big. She's everything. She's amazing. Um, what else? Yeah, shout out to all the mothers in the world. I mean, my mom got to go first. They need respect. What mothers do is second to none. 
you know, to hold us in our wombs, to mold young men like myself, and to and just to deal with a lot of pressure coming in this world as a woman, and to just keep doing it every single day, getting better at it every single day. That's something that deserves its own special day outside of Mother's Day. The way they hustle, the way they love, the way they care is remarkable. So shout out there to all you the mothers. Go, Ms. Davis, you did a wonderful job with this young man. Hopefully we get plenty more like him and hopefully he motivate more like him and they mold to be in the same mind state. Listen, brother, yo, we appreciate you. And listen, we love you. We thank you. We wanna keep supporting you and we're gonna keep looking out for more of your stuff. Definitely going to be looking out for that book. We're going to be doing some uh, giveaways also. So we are going to be ordering some of them books. We're also going to be having uh, some t-shirt giveaways too. So that way y'all definitely going to be getting because we know nobody but we're going to give y'all this first. So yeah, get the book, send y'all something. All you got to do is send yourself a picture of yourself with that book. From Elijah D. Davis, and we'll send you a shirt. Hashtag NJ Trade Pound, a little of everything.com, or go ahead one more time with that Instagram. Oh, yeah, you can find me at, at Elijah underscore Davis 58. And if I'll he say he's seen it and he sent it to me, we'll definitely send you a shirt at a, lo- every, a little of everything.com. Go check that out. Davis, we love you, baby. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yes. Yes, sir. Thanks. You be blessed. Let's go. Hey, that's where I go.
I put in work, you put in work, shit, we making it work. I kiss on your neck, make it real wet, fucking on your life, keep sweat. My dick is a threat, sex game vet, giving you more, nothing less. Make you bust like a Uzi, making a mess, round up the round, no rest. Yeah, she feeling like kitty, I'm feeling like wolf, scratching and biting on flesh. When we fuck is amazing, damn you contagious, yeah, we do it the best. I don't need nobody but your body, like this blunt didn't rob me. Choking on the shit, calling me poppy, be the pussy up like I'm Rocky. Don't need no perk, I'm cocky, the stamina be climbing, adrenaline be rising. In the sheets, exercising like it sets flips. We doing sets up, we doing sets down. We getting sets in, now we getting sets style. Putting in work in the bed, my playground. Oh yeah, it's going down. Yeah. Yeah. It's Come on, girl, why don't you tell me all about it? How I make you feel good. I think I need a promotion. Uh. Yeah. I got work to do. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Shit, I know I got work to do, but who doesn't? When you got it, they around. When you don't, they probably wasn't. When the money's slowing down and the work is getting harder. Young niggas chasing dreams, so I guess it's all a part of. A nigga paying dues, gotta work a little smarter. Narrow-minded ways of thinking, gotta think a little broader. Everybody can't trap, everybody can't rap. Just play your position, everybody got a mission. Paramedics on the scene of a crash, I seen a bus pass. Cops on the trolley, senoritas with tamales. Got the judge banging gavels. 
Pilots help us travel Salute to all the troops that risk it all in the battle With the fans still tapping And my niggas keep trapping And UFC niggas in the ring with that action These hoes selling ass Dispensary selling grass The money moving fast Cause it's all about the cash Starbucks stay brewing You hauls they stay moving And smoke is in the air Cause smoke you ain't is what we doing Expand my horizon These haters I'm despising Won't stop until my network is larger than Verizon My job is to rap My job's to make beats The new sound of the coast The people in the streets Let's go So, welcome back to the show. Easily sidetracked. I guess we just want to send um, happy Mother's Day out to all the mothers of the world. Today is a very special day. I invited my family to come along. I have my sister on the line. I have my other sister on the line. I have my brother on the line. And I got my mom Dukes on the line. (laughs) (laughs) So I know a lot of podcasts probably don't do this. You know what I mean? And if they do, they're probably like, you know, little nerdy white boys or whatever like that. But I wanted to bring my family on, you know what I mean, to talk about what we got for my mom, you know what I mean? Because we grew up in an era where black men and black women were, uh, what can I say, discriminated on? Like they already judged you by where you live and the income of the household that they'll be like, okay, well, this person is going to be on welfare and all this, you know what I mean? A junkie or back and forth to jail. You know what I mean? Like there's no progression in this person's life just based off of where they were raised at. You you get what I'm saying? Right, right. So I'm just like, I was like, you know, a lot of people did count me out and I don't know, if y'all feel that way um, on your behalf, like as you grew up, but having mommy there to, you know what I mean? Try to guide you through there a little bit, you know what I mean? With her little insight to guide you, you know what I mean? To keep you on a straight and narrow instead of saying like, yo, look, it is what it is. I try my best. You know what I'm saying? Like most parents do these days, you know what I mean? Cause we see it. And the people that we grew up with too, you know what I mean? I feel yes, I definitely agree with you on that one. Yo, that's funny because we was just talking about that. Um, me and Jelly, we was just talking about our childhood, and we was just looking at these daggone pictures and we was kids and stuff. So it took us back. So what would you say? Like, what would you find this? memory be of mommy and what would you say you got like your best trait that you got from her oh man that's a tough question we i'm asking i'm asking jelly and i'm asking beds you know what i mean while y'all think about that i'll go i am the oldest i am the firstborn child you know what i mean i was the 
a guinea pig for the rest of the kids. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> whatever she made her mistakes with me, hopefully she didn't make with my brothers and sisters. But it was like, all right, my mom never gave up. You know what I mean? No matter how hard things were, no matter how good things were. Like, I always seen my mom try to stay straight focused. And then if it was like, all right, if this don't work, then we go to plan B. If plan B don't work, plan C. You know what I mean? And no matter what, the situation was I felt like my mom got us out of it I don't know how but I mean still to this day I don't really ask too many questions because it was like yo my mom handled her business and she got us a roof over our head we got food we good so that's like something that when it came to me trying to do anything it was like yo good bad I'm gonna try it no matter what it is because I never see my, you know what I mean? I really never see my mom give up. So it was like, all right, if she can't, if she ain't never gonna give up, then there's no reason for me to ever give up. Yeah, mommy no. definitely was a soldier. She definitely wasn't about that giving up life. And like, I, my fondest memory, I say, the first time I try to make breakfast for, uh, the whole family. So I go in the kitchen, make breakfast. <laughs> make breakfast for everybody. What? What? For real. This is a true story. I make breakfast for everybody. I think I made French toast. And then I my mom was uh asleep. So I go in the room and I was like, you know, I mean make breakfast, whatever, whatever. Here you go. And my mom, oh yeah. <laughs> I got one of a mom that's quick on her feet. You know what I mean? That's when she was younger. So, like I said, I'm, I'm the first born, so I already knew how my mom could move. So when she, she kind of moved, it was like, whoa. I, I kind of flinched. She had me flinching. And she, was trying to, she was trying to give me a hug and say thank you. And I never forgot that because it was like, yo. You know what I mean? That's like. She appreciated it. You know what I'm saying? She seen what I was trying to do and she appreciated it. So that was, you know what I mean? Even though it was a small thing that I did, that's what she appreciated. So that was like my fondest memory of like my childhood going back. You know what I mean? Like that's what I remember. Ah, you have grass happy, you have grass happy. My fondest childhood memory, I would have to say, would be when we were all living on Angway and you decided you wanted to bring a girl home and you was kissing her on the back porch and me and my mom was Whoa, 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 wait, wait. Hey, <laughs> this is not about me. This is, this is, hey, whoa. Oh, man. This is not about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Go ahead. You can finish that story. I'll look. <laughs> oh my God. Go ahead. You can finish your you can finish your story. Ain't nobody else gonna go? Sheree don't want to finish that story? Guess she... Sheree went to the bathroom. She's in the space. Uh, Bo, what's up? You don't got nothing? No. I'll go again. <laughs> like I said, look, uh, man, me and my mom been through a lot. So, I remember the first time I met a Dominican dude. Never forget it. Dude, uh, 
<laughs> I think he, I think he, he was driving. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, man. Was he driving the uh, the little Firebird, I believe, with the uh, the big yeah. Firebird on the uh, front? No, no. That was him. Who was that? Who had the Firebird? Was that um, James? No, that could have been James, because that was too uh, close to... Um... It was the Camaro. It, it, did, it did have that on the front of it, but it was the Camaro. It was a Morocco. Oh, but it, it had the bird on it, right? The T-top. Uh-huh. That was my... All right, see, you yeah, see. Me. See? So, I... I think, like, the first time I seen him, that's what I... I, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. And then... It was the mustache, like he had that big <laughs> mustache. Like I was just like, I don't know. Like this dude is, he just cool. Like he think he cool. I don't know why he feel like he cool. If he hugging on my mom or whatever. But <laughs> later on down the line, just like my mom has, you know what I mean? Been there to guide me. You know what I mean? Kiko has always been there. Uh, also, you know what I mean? He ain't have to call me his son and he ain't really have to treat me like his son to make me feel like I was a part of his family. So that's what I always appreciated, that my mom brought him into my life because, you know what I mean? That was an essential part of growing up too, that I had, you know what I mean? A male figure that would not just try to encourage me to do the same thing, but try to change my way of thinking. And it was at like a young age. So that's another thing that I appreciate from my youth that my mom brought to me in my life that actually still helps me to this day. Yeah, he was not only a great, a great influencer, he was a great provider. I don't know. Like I said, I had, I could go on and on and just tell you things that I got and just memories of growing up. And I don't really, like I said, I really don't have nothing bad to say because everybody has their moments. Every family goes through their moments. And if you hear some of the stories from people that are the richest people in the world, it sounds like they was trying to live your childhood. Because I watched Chris Rock. And I say, like, man, some of them episodes remind me of my life. Mm. Having, you know what I mean? Rayvon and Cherie, and I'm the oldest. And my mom, you know what I mean? She mm. got to go to work, so I got to take my brother and sister to school. I got to make sure they eating breakfast. And then it's like, man, yeah. It was just like that lifestyle. I remember uh, the whole laundromat thing. And then having Cherie asking me for quarters and I giving her change and then we don't got enough to wash the clothes. So I'm like, all right, I'll put everything in one big old washer. And then things come back shrunk and pink and yeah. You don't, you ain't never hear a black mother scream until her stuff come back pink, man. I'm telling you. So, man. I don't know, man. Won't you tell me, you know what I mean? Or let my listeners know something about your kids that you mem- that you will take with you. Yeah. I love you too. Y'all better not be getting emotional over there. Y'all ain't even talking. Y'all get emotional off my stories. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to ask, I just want to ask, was I a mistake? I know you wasn't trying to have no baby because you was kind of young, you still in school. I was a mistake, huh? Nah, how could you be a mistake? You here? Nah, don't try to be sweet on me. God don't make no mistake. I hear that. I hear that. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate, you know, Slick Rick. (laughs) (laughs) 
I and you know, like the new, I have to tell you, like the reality, uh, reality people say, who? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But look, you know, I love you, and it's brought me this far. It brought me this far, and again, like a lot of the traits that you built and uh, established in yourself as a, a female growing up. I ain't never seen nothing. Uh, I never seen another female as strong as my mom. You know what I mean? To be able to take as much, you know what I mean, that we had going on. And I'm like, a lot of my listeners don't know because they think everything on the internet is a gimmick. But I was really a street kid. I grew up in the hood. <laughs> I was doing things. My mother probably never knew I was doing it until I got older. But at the same time, I was still hitting the books because my mom gave me one thing that I still take to this day and I will take to my grave. I will pass down to my son and it's the secret to life. And I'm hoping that y'all are listening to me right now. My mom gave me this gem and I'm going to pass it down to y'all. The gem is, if you are street smart, book smart, and use your common sense, you can go a long way in life. That's right. So with that said, mom, I love you. I appreciate you. Brothers and sisters, I love y'all too. I appreciate y'all again. We probably gonna drop this episode tomorrow. As y'all know, we already dropped the episode with Elijah. Uh, Make sure y'all support them. Tamika Davis, make sure you support her. Uh, Garcia Vega, Free D Money, can't forget that. Ma, why don't you uh, shout out your sisters, say uh, happy Mother's Day to them too, so that way they can feel your love out there too. Yes, happy Mother's Day to my sister Darlene, Rochelle, Carla, and Nicole. Woo! Got a lot of aunties out there. <laughs> my, also, my sister-in-law, Don, Donna, Donna Watson. Donna Watson, there you go. Then all my cousins out there, I know y'all listening. Trust me, I see y'all. All support is good support, even though if you don't click, I know, you know what I mean? I see y'all supporting me. And shout out, my, to, uh, shout out to Quanisha for having my, my, my beautiful grandbabies. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Big shout out to my kids, mom. There you go. I appreciate that, mom. I love you. All right, love Talk you too. Talk to you soon. All right. All right.
All the times I had to get rich, yo, you feel me? All I wanna do is I'ma zoom, zoom, zoom Sit back, relax, and let the bass boom All I wanna do is I'ma zoom, zoom, zoom Sit back, relax, and let the bass boom All I wanna do is I'ma zoom, zoom, zoom Sit back, relax, and let the bass boom All I wanna do is I'ma zoom, zoom, zoom Sit back, relax, and let the bass boom Turn it back, 
Full speed ahead Only option that I got is to get the bread Doing what it takes just to get ahead Cause when your ass is broke you get to your head Ain't no turning back Full speed ahead Only option that I got is to get the bread Doing what it takes just to get ahead Cause when your ass is broke you get to your head So I need a profit Some fatter pockets Get money Now you a trending topic Get money Now these hoes wanna gossip How you getting it and where the fuck you take them shopping Gold watches Design the shit that I copy Gold necklace I'm living so reckless Can't sleep at night cause my vision getting clear Only time I look back is in my rear view mirror I hit the gas Hundred on the dash Shit I'm living fast Blowing cash Niggas hate They don't even know my ass Cousin passed Lost a real nigga Shit I know it's sad Yeah the shit hit me like some fucking shoulder pads So much love it feel fake So much lean it look great Got the gang they all hate But fuck them niggas cause we straight live on nigga Nigga live on May you rest in peace but the king live on Started with a dream Now we strong in this bitch The king done turned to Kong in this bitch No shrimps Shit to the prawns in this bitch So much green It look like a line in this bitch Young niggas Sipping on dime in this bitch So turn I seen your mom in this bitch Just trying to make a way for my niggas to get rich I'm a dog's eating now No kibbles and bits It's in a pedigree to catch a felony Any given Sunday No bill Bellamy But if you build a check then we'll end up on a jet With some Super Bowl rings and some gold around our neck scheme Free falling, free, free falling Voices in my head say nigga just keep falling These niggas go behind my back, they Chris Pauling Now they looking red in the face, they Blake Griffin Shit, I ain't tripping, really that gifted Pass me the rock, my scoring, prolific Beast mode, give me the rock, it's fourth and inches Fat stacks, face stars, and the last of the Gremlins live on